everyone, and welcome to the Cinematic Schematic, the official podcast of thecinematropolis.com, your home to thoughtful conversations on film, and this year's podcast media partner for the Dead Center Film Festival. I'm your host, Caleb Masters, and today we're taking a closer look at another one of this year's most anticipated Oklahoma feature films, Out of Exile. We'll be sitting down with a few of the filmmakers behind the Oklahoma set crime drama, including writer, director Kyle Kawika Harris and stars Adam Hampton, Kyle Jacob Henry and Haley McFarland. We'll start with a quick word about what inspired the story before going further into what makes this film a must see movie at this year's festival. And then we'll close out the conversation by talking a little bit more about how you can watch this film at the festival. Mr. Russell, how would you say things have been for you since your return to society? It's good to have you back. There's one last job. It's got to be smooth. This one we can't lose. What do you got going on? What are you doing? Flanking me? They going down like that, son. I've got a problem. It's going to be hell okay. Gabe, what are we gonna do? I'm gonna get him. I guess we play the game till we don't. According to the shortened version of the description from the Dead Center website, Out of Exile is described as Recently released from prison, Gabriel Russell returns to work from his previous organized crime boss, Whitman Raider, by robbing armored cars and banks with the help of his brother, Wesley, an ex-army ranger suffering from post-traumatic stress, and his best friend, Marcos, an illegal immigrant. With the intent of saving enough money from each score, Gabriel secretly plans to leave behind a life of crime forever and hit the road out of town, but his plans change when he reconnects with his estranged daughter, who is suffering from physical abuse. Joining me today, as I mentioned a moment ago, is the writer and director of Out of Exile, Kyle Kuika Harris. Uh, Kyle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You got my middle name right. That's good on you, man. Kuika. Some people pronounce it all kinds of weird. I had a, two different takes, so I'm glad I got it right the first time. I appreciate you, sir. <laughs> also, super excited to be joined by three of the stars. Uh, first up, Adam Hampton, who plays uh, Gabriel Russell. Adam, uh, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And we are so thrilled to also be joined by Kyle Jacob Henry, who plays Wesley Russell. Kyle, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, and last but certainly not least, I'm so excited to be joined by Haley McFarland, who plays Don Russell. Haley, welcome to the Cinematic Schematic. Hi, thank you. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, everyone, now that you know uh, who the players are, um, let's get to the interview. But before we do get to today's conversation, I just wanted to quickly note that if you're listening to the show and you enjoy the conversation, you can support us by subscribing and leaving us a rating and review on your preferred podcast app. And this is actually also going to be the best way uh, for you to get all the exclusive Dead Center uh, interviews and, and reviews and conversations that delivered directly to your ears throughout the festival. But let's talk about Out of Exile, shall we? Kyle. I think that really struck me about this film is that you really do a tremendous job framing this as another one, you know, like a, a one last job heist movie, which, again, is, I think is a, a really exciting genre that I haven't we haven't seen a ton of made here in Oklahoma. So what was your main inspiration for tackling this specific genre? Uh, man, I I just like crime thrillers. Um, that's mostly what I in my brand of writing. Um, it's mostly what I write. So it's 
I think it's the most fun to kind of do. I, there wasn't really any specific reason for it, I guess. And, and you know, when I first wrote the movie, I, I wasn't sure we were going to make it here in Oklahoma. It might have been made in Georgia. It might have been made in L.A. But we ended up making it here because the pandemic happened and yeah, some things happened with some financing things. And and uh, we decided to push through and just make it here in Oklahoma. But uh, I mean, I, I just like crime thrillers. I'm, I'm mostly drawn to those as a storyteller. It's interesting to hear that you you know you weren't sure if you were going to shoot it in Oklahoma um, because one thing that really stuck out to me was the uh, variety of locations that you guys used around the state. I um, mean, especially if you're thinking about hey, this could be this setting or this state. How did you and your team settle on the locations? Okay, well, at first I'd have to say that our, our locations manager Kenny Pitts was hugely vital in helping us secure those locations. Um, there was. As an independent filmmaker, you should probably never write over 30 plus locations in your indie darling movie. I, I think we had more shooting locations than we had shooting days. But, you know, I, I think for me, I wanted the, the locations to feel authentic. So when we walk into those spaces, it feels like it's lived in. Uh, it, it seems like it's cinematic. And so we looked at a lot of different locations. We looked for weeks and weeks to find these locations and there's only a couple that we end up losing. So I w- I think we were very lucky when it came to that. Just ballpark. I mean, do you know how many tow locations you used for the film? <laughs> Probably about 35, I think. Wow. Yeah. One thing that really struck me was just every place feels really unique. I, I also noticed all the uh, the really great camera work that you and your team was doing. Uh, between the camera work and the editing and, and the utilization of the drone footage, how did you guys map out the shoots? But I, again, I would focus on the heist especially. Luckily for us, we trained, me, Adam, and the other guys that were the um, the robbery crew, we spent a lot of time training. Um, we spent about three weeks solid just training, going over it, rehearsing in the scene. And we had our DP, which is Charles Elmore. He'd come out there with us and we would sort of block it and run, and run through it a lot. And so we knew when we finally got to the location that we weren't going to have a lot of time. So as long as our actors were you know, ready to rock and roll, the technical would catch up once we got there, if that makes sense. Because again, being an independent film, very small budget, the thing that's always working against us is time. So we had to be very prepared. And I don't even know if the guys had even seen the location before we started filming. I I had seen it, but uh, we just sort of did a mock setup out at the gun range and used cones to set up with an SUV. And we just, I known because I'd seen the location. So I knew how to mind map that. Yeah. I mean, we just got there and we had, I think half a day to shoot that scene. And, and we had to, with that shooting that scene, we had to integrate the drone stuff in that because I wanted the uh, armored car had to land in its place before we started filming everything else. It needed to land. So we had to go out and shoot all of the armored car stuff first that morning and then get the drone. And sometimes we were shooting, in tandem, the time was just you know, it was a crunch. Yeah, yeah, Adam. Of course, you were an integral part of that heist in the film. I mean, what was uh, your experience, you know, shooting the heists? Well, I mean, I'd have to uh, echo what Kyle's saying uh, about uh, the importance of the preparation. That was really the fun part to me. I mean, being on the day is exciting, of course, but putting in the work is really where you get the, the growth and the development with the team. And I think while we're preparing for the heist, uh, we're also building those relationships uh, with the robbers. And so it was it was really uh, uh, functional and fortuitous in a couple of ways, because it is that bonding experience, which is a lot of fun. But then we're pre- prepping for the day so that whenever we are masked up and gunned up and running around, you know, bank parking lots, we're ready to go. 
it was a it was a blast. I can't speak uh, highly enough about the choreography, um, uh, Kyle's direction. He knew exactly what he wanted out of those scenes, and Matt, uh, our armor, Matt Moulton, and um, Charles, uh, a shooter, they all they worked uh, in concert, just like we did on in front of the camera. They were doing the same dance behind it. It was a really exciting to be a part of it. Awesome, Kyle Henry. Yeah, um, of course the preparation of Matt Moulton, Kyle, Adam, uh, having Charles there as well, um, just building that that brotherly bond and kind of going through the motions together. Uh, it all started there. Personally, that was my favorite part of the whole entire filming process was was that, I believe, every Wednesday or Thursday. And so when it's all said and done, moving over to actual day one, which was my first SAG day, um, uh, hitting the ground running more or less, um, there wasn't much thinking about it. Uh, I, I remember I put on uh, War Pigs by Black Sabbath. I had that music going after we put on all of our gear. Just kind of get the head bobbing going and all that. Our job was to simply just do what uh, Matt Moulton trained us, and it was the easiest thing ever. Only thing I'm sad about is how fast it went by. There was uh, Kyle. Kyle directed it well. Um, of course, we always look at ourselves, wondering from an acting perspective, did I get that right, and um, all that. But when it's all said and done, it looked beautiful. Another regret is just I didn't steal all the costuming and armor and the the weapon to bring home and play with. I mean. Yeah, I miss it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Adam, was this uh, one of the first times you'd done like sort of like a bank robbery or a heist uh, for a feature film? Definitely at this magnitude. We we had done the 48-hour the video race uh, where we shot a, a bank robbery that I think was sort of the impetus for this feature. Um, that's when I first worked with Kyle. Well, for the most part, first worked with Kyle, first worked with Kyle Henry. Um uh, so we, we'd had that experience at a 48, which is a great argument for why you should be a part of 48 hour video races, just getting uh, into the deep end of the swimming pool in, in a very short amount of time. But at this level, absolutely. I mean, I've done some fight scenes and, and whatnot, but in terms of the madness that, uh, that our deviant director had worked up for us, yeah, this is the biggest scale on that I've been a part of. Very cool. And uh, I mean, you, you mentioned Kyle Henry here. I mean, you, uh, you and him, your, your characters have a, a somewhat uh, contentious brotherly lit relationship uh, throughout the film. You know, how did you go about establishing quick chemistry with him? Man, this was uh, th- working on this film, getting to play the character I got to play and the interaction with the uh, really vibrant uh, collection uh, of faces in the movie. It, it was awesome because everything was all these experiences were different. So like if you're in a play, for example, and everybody gets together and you're all like locked in a room for three months, everybody kind of has the same amount of exposure. I didn't know Haley. So um, my experience with her getting on the set and then her surprising me with almost every line she was, she was throwing at me, breaking my heart every, every dang time was very different than my experience with say Kyle or um, Wilson novice. Um, Cal Henry is a phenomenal uh, actor. He, um, he, if he could learn to wear sleeves, people would, would realize how gifted he truly is uh, um, because he's so driven and he's so focused and he's so dedicated. Uh, we started bonding when Kyle cast us, whether it was competing with push-up contests at three in the morning or just picking on each other 
um, really trying to figure out where the characters were and how they how they rubbed up against each other because I do think that he he provides sort of a fire uh, with the character of Wes to the colder demeanor of Gabe, and I think that gives a lot of really interesting tension. Um, and man, he every day on set he brought it. I can't I cannot speak highly enough of him. Kyle Henry, what was your your take on uh, working with Adam and sort of building that chemistry for for the shoot? I mean, it was one of the most um, easiest and simplest things that I've ever done. Uh, there really wasn't a lot of work put into building the chemistry as much as there was. It was a lot of natural conversations, uh, just hanging out together. Um, really, Adam and I, have we haven't known each other that long, anything like that. And um, only took a couple years to more or less um, establish that brotherly bond of just um, more or less being on the same page and stuff with character depth and um, always trying to find the same result and always wondering how this scene moves on to this scene and how this character, how he acts in this scene. Well, what's that going to mean five minutes down the road and just kind of sharing that um, intensity for it is pretty beautiful. Um, Working with Adam, huge blessing. Um, The guy, I mean, Adam, you were a blessing brother. And um, you really taught me a lot to kind of slow down. Yeah. I could say a million words as much as, um, uh, I can't, but it, it was a humbling experience working with everybody. Now, Haley, I, of course, I, I have to just say, I mean, you really, in, in most ways, I would say, play the emotional heart of Out of Exile. So I'm, I'd love to hear a little more about your experience. I mean, how did you approach your scenes with Adam for these really uh, pivotal moments? Adam and I met, I think, the night before I started shooting. I got there. It was I got there pretty quickly and, and we shot my stuff out in, in a few days. And, um, it, I think it was, it was very helpful just kind of diving in because Gabe and Dawn don't really know each other. And, you know, I had kind of come prepped with, I had talked with Kyle about the character a lot and it, it created for me kind of an, an environment where like, we didn't, neither of us really knew what was going to happen. We didn't know what the other person was bringing. And I like, couldn't have expected Adam to be as like, he's such an empathetic and like generous scene partner. And for me, like coming to it with the resentment and like the anger that Dawn had, it was it like, really threw me off, (laughs) like off kilter a little bit in, in a way that I it was it was it was exciting for me. One thing I noticed that uh, you probably have, you know, <laughs> the most prosthetic makeup of anyone in the film at one point, uh, you know, with the, I won't spoil it, but, you know, a couple of specific scenes in the film. Um, what, about how long did it take you in makeup every day? And what was that process like? Katie, our, our makeup artist is was so talented and I knew them from I had I had done um, Agnes. I worked on Agnes with uh, Katie and, and Taylor, the the hair person. Um, and yeah, I feel, I feel like it took, uh, maybe a little more than an hour. And that, that was, that was a very weird thing to, to work with the like eye and it, it started to kind of, you know, it, I feel like it kind of fueled my performance a little bit. Cause I started to get very frustrated with it after, uh, you know, eight hours of being in it. Kyle, I want to bring it back to you. You've got a great cast here. You've got Haley, you've got Adam, you've got Kyle Henry. So like, I mean, what was your favorite part about working with this incredible cast to tell this story? 
Uh, that's a tough question, man. It's a, cause I liked, I loved every moment of this. That matter of fact, I hope that every film from here on out is like this, honestly, like it, for me as a filmmaker, it, it was, it was the dream. Honestly, it was not a hard shoot for me. I, I don't think looking back, I don't feel like I was ever really frustrated or, or anything. I, I mean, obviously there's some compromise and you wish you had more time, but, um, these actors, um, for me, when I when I watch this film, I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of the actors and the way they brought their characters to life and embodied these characters. And I, I'm literally, I'm super proud of it. They they brought the script to life. Um, a lot of times, I like to write, you know, or if in directing, I like to cast sort of with a natural disposition or temperament for the character already. So I'm not pushing a rock uphill or, or anything like that. So, you know, when, when I cast someone like Peter Green, it's because he's played some bad guys before. And, and I knew I wasn't going to have a lot of time on set. And, and, uh, so I, I wanted to get someone that's played that role in some ways similar. And, um, so it just helped the process a little bit, but, you know, like with Adam, for instance, you know, and Kyle, we'd worked together on the prone to violence short film. And like Adam had mentioned earlier, you know, we, um, after we'd finished that short, we started talking and we were like, let's expand this into a feature. And so I wrote it and for these guys. So I, I took what Adam brings naturally and I took what Kyle has naturally and I sort of infused that in, into out of exile. Um, obviously prone to violence is not the same movie. It's not the same story. It's different, but a lot of the same, there's a lot of similarities there, but, uh, yes. Um, I, again, I am so proud of it. Uh, they, they, they did such a, an amazing job and I can't wait for everybody to see it. Awesome. Well, Hey, I uh, appreciate you all uh, sharing a little bit about your experience here today. And um, we're going to start to wrap up here. Uh, but I just wanted to give each one of you a, a chance to, to weigh in with a final word. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add about uh, out of exile for our listeners today before we uh, wrap up our conversation? And uh, Adam, I'll start with you. Uh, okay. No pressure. That's cool. Um, no, man. Like I, I can't speak highly enough about this team. I mean, like it's, it sounds cliche anytime somebody does that, but I mean, when you look at the hardships and I don't like making an asterisk film as in like, well, we shot it and it was no, it was low budget or we shot it and it was during COVID or I don't, that's, that's, those are, uh, you're handicapping the work that you've done. I think, I think you're, um, reducing the beauty of it. The people that we worked with this team, of course, I mean, and I could, I could sing the praises of, uh, these three people. I, I truly loved working with them. Um, uh, every actor that I got to encounter, whether it was Peter Green or, uh, you know, Danny Boy or um, Van Quattro, Rhett Terrell, Wilson Nob, all of every, every person brought it. And, and while there was, uh, I think this feels like a, a bigger movie. Um, it was shot with the passion uh, and grit of an indie. So, we, we sort of uh, did away with comfort and really pushed ourselves, I think. As a person who got to play a primary character of the film, I got to interact with all these people. So that's a beautiful aspect to it, that while they weren't talking, whenever I'm having scenes with Kyle Henry, passionate scenes about wanting to protect my daughter, I'm picturing Haley in the performance that, we just, that I just witnessed two days before that he hasn't been privy to. So that makes the acting portion of it uh, so much less than acting and more just like actually like truly uh, uh, feeling. 
the script uh, encouraged that. Uh, Kyle's direction uh, supports that. Um, and it was truly a, a, a beautiful thing to be a part of. I, it, I, I loved every second of it. Awesome. Kyle Henry, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm just very excited for everybody to see the um, authenticity. Uh, Kyle, you wrote something beautiful, um, allowed us uh, to do our thing and all that in um, respective boundaries. And that's one of the most beautiful sides is everybody being creatively on the same page, uh, sharing the overall vision and very, very, very excited. Um, yeah, for the world to see it. Excellent. Haley, final word. I just feel so lucky to have been a part of this. I mean, every like Adam and Kyle are so are so talented, and the crew was um, like amazing. We have so many ta- like multi talented crew members in Oklahoma that I've gotten to work with a, a couple times, luckily. And yeah, they're they're so smart and cool and amazing, and like having a leader like. Kyle, who has such a strong sense of the story and everything, like it just, it was so smooth and nice. And yeah, I'm excited for people to see it. Kyle, wrap us up here. Bring us home. Sing the praises of the cast and crew. Everybody did an amazing job. It was a beautiful experience. Uh, I wish that every film going forward was like this. Uh, I don't know how other filmmakers are on sets. Uh, I don't know if it's a stressful environment for them or what I, I don't know, but for me, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a blast working with these this cast and crew, uh, the guys for the training. It was so much fun. Uh, I again, I hope that every film is like that going forward. Getting to work with actors three weeks before they ever get to the set. Uh, I wish that I had a lot of time to work with Haley and uh, like Peter and a lot of the other actors that sh- that were only there on set for like three or four days. And like you know, piggyback off what Haley said, you know it's because of, you know, the pandemic that was happening, we weren't able to sort of communicate in a way that maybe that we all wanted it to. And, but I still, I'm still very proud of the film. It, um, I can't wait for audiences to finally see it, uh, at the premiere and, and to finally hear what audiences think about it and versus it's been in the cast and crew family for so long at this point. Right. And so it's like, I'm ready for it to sort of go out into the world now, but, um, yeah, I'm super excited about this week. It's good to be back at Dead Center. It's been a few years. Yeah, well, welcome home. Well, hey, everyone. I just wanted to say congratulations on uh, the world premiere of Out of Exile. Um, I think this is going to be one thing that viewers and everyone at the festival are really going to uh, enjoy. Um, so, uh, listeners, really quick, uh, the world premiere will be Thursday, June 9th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at Harkins Bricktown uh, with an encore screening scheduled for Saturday, June 11th at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at the Rodeo Cinema. Uh, and Kyle, is there anywhere, uh, people can follow the film online if they perhaps want to keep up with it after dead center? Yeah, there is a, there is an out of exile Instagram and Facebook page right now. Uh, the marketing campaign hasn't really taken off since, uh, the distributors picked up the film. Um, so in the, in the coming months, the marketing campaign for the film will start to come out and, uh, we will release a trailer later this year. And hopefully the film on VOD at the end of the year. 
Excellent. Listeners, for all other things Dead Center, you can head over to deadcenterfilm.org. Consider supporting the festival by purchasing a badge or individual ticket from the more than 140 films playing at this year's festival. Thanks so much to everyone for joining us. We'll catch you again next time. 